Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 3rd, 2018. I'm going live a few minutes early this morning. I have to leave the house a few minutes early. So uh, if you're watching right now live, you're going to get it live. If you're watching this later at 7, when, you, you, you know, when I normally go live, or even you could be watching it five years from now, the same anointing that's on me right now in this moment is on this video. So it's going to be a blessing to you. So let's get into the word. We've been teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. This is part 26. Standing on a Word from God. Part 26. I'm calling this the big picture. I'm still dealing with Abraham. I'm going to wrap up and, and move on from Abraham. But for 26 messages, we've been looking at the life of Abraham. And today I'm talking about the big picture. Yesterday, I made a connection between um, God the Father offering up Jesus as a seed and Abraham doing the same with his son Isaac. Now, the father stopped Abraham from actually going through with it, he, he would do it himself in the New Testament. But as I continue to make a connection between Isaac and Jesus, I want to focus on this thought for this morning, the big picture. Uh, one of uh, the leaders that I served with in the, in the military, and I still get to work with him today, would always tell me, hey, Rick, you got to think chess, not checkers, right? You always got to be thinking the big picture. Not, don't just go get so fixated on what you're going through right now that you fail to look at the bigger picture of what's going on. And as a believer, you are going to have to learn to look at the big picture because God is a big picture God. So let's, let's get into this word for this morning. What does this mean to you today? As I prepare now to release the word, I want you to open up your heart to what God is saying uh, through me. And I have six things to share with you this morning. And I believe they're going to be a blessing to you. Here we go. Number one, the point I made yesterday was one about seed and harvest. And uh, God, the father was willing to offer up his own son, Jesus, as a seed. Jesus said, unless a kernel of uh, wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it falls into the ground and it dies, it can produce a harvest. So the father sowed Jesus. He was talking. Jesus was actually talking about himself. The father released Jesus as a seed. And so he gave him up as a seed. And that seed, Jesus, is still producing a harvest of souls today. Two thousand years later, Abraham was willing to sacrifice his own son, Isaac then became a seed. Now, the father stopped him from actually doing it, but still Isaac in his heart was already a seed because he had already released it. So this seed, Isaac, is still producing fruit to this day. The, the descendants of Abraham and Sarah are still multiplying thousands of years later. In both cases, the promise would not have been truly fulfilled had the offers held on to the seed. Isaac was a tremendous blessing, but he was only part of the blessing. He was a tremendous blessing, but he was not the full promise. Abraham had to be willing to offer up Isaac in order to receive the descendants that he's still reaping to this day. Jesus was a tremendous blessing. His, his life was amazing. Jesus was a tremendous blessing while he was in the earth. But his assignment was not just to come to the earth. His assignment was to redeem the world from sin. And that was not going to happen unless he died. That was not going to happen unless the father released him as a seed. So in both cases, the father was leading people in the earth to think about the big picture. You have to look at the bigger promise. You have to look at what the father is actually doing, what he planned to do from the foundations of the world. Sometimes it's so so easy for us to get fixated on whatever we're going through in the moment that we fail to see the bigger picture of what God is actually doing in our lives. And if we if we hold on to what we have in the moment without releasing it when God says release it, or if we don't maneuver through the current situation based on the big picture, we are, we're going to make a mistake and, and we run the risk of missing out on God's best 
Number two, God calls us to do things that are so big, so big that they will not be manifested all at once. Right. Because, I mean, they're huge. So the manifestation of God's dreams in our lives, they play out in levels and stages. And sometimes the journey is so long and sometimes the path is so difficult that it is easy for you and I to get tired along the way. And it is easy for you and I to want to settle on where we are and partial manifestation. And then the enemy, watch this. The enemy will sow thoughts in your mind. Look at me for a minute. The enemy will sow thoughts in your mind. And, and, and the enemy will say, you know what? You should be okay with this. I mean, like you've already, God has already blessed you enough. You should just be okay with this. Or the enemy will say, you know, this is great. Why, why do you need to go further? You know, that's being greedy. That's pride. You don't need to go further. No, no, no. It takes humility to accept all that God wants you to do, right? So, so it's not pride. It's, it's humility. But I, I am going to humbly focus on everything that God wants me to do before I die. And then watch this thought. This is a sneaky one. The, the enemy, the devil would just plant this thought in your mind and say, listen, God has already done enough for you. If God doesn't do anything else, and I'm sure you've heard people say, this, if God doesn't do another thing for me, he's already done enough for me to praise him for the rest of my days. I'm good. God doesn't have to do anything else for me. God has already done enough for me that I would have to praise him for the rest of my days. That sounds good. That sounds holy, but that's not God. That sounds good, but it's not good. You know why? Because God made promise. God made plans for you before the world began. He makes promises then to you. And as he's given you a promise, he's revealing to you what he already planned. A, a promise is a revelation of divine intent. So he is revealing to you what he planned to do in your life before the world began. And he expects for you to expect nothing less than the full manifestation of the promise. Let me say that again. He is he God expects for you to expect of him nothing less than the full manifestation of the promise. God wants you to believe him for everything he promised to do in you and everything he promised to do through you while you were in the earth, while you were in the land of the living. God did not create you to settle for part of your purpose. He did not create you to settle for part of the assignment. God created you to fulfill your purpose before you die. So while it is true, Paul said, you got to learn to be content in whatever state you're in. While it is true that you must learn to be content, contentment does not mean complacency. You, you, you can be content and still not be satisfied until you become the man, the woman that God calls you to be. You can be content, but you should still must not be satisfied until you complete your divine assignment before you die. You can be content, but you got to live with this mindset. I am going to find it. I'm going to follow it and I'm going to finish it before I die. And I will never settle for any less than God's best. I am focused on the big picture. I'm focused on the big assignment that God gave me uh, to complete while I'm in the earth. Number three, your future is God's past. Think about that for a minute. Your future is God's past. God has already been there. He's already seen it. It's already played out before him. This is Ecclesiastes 3 and 15. So when God looks at your life today, he's looking for what he planned. When he looks at your life today, he's looking for what he saw. He's looking for what played out before him already. He's looking for, the Bible says, history to repeat itself, right? So history or his story to repeat itself in your life. So when God gives you a promise, number four, when God gives you a promise, he's revealing to you what he already planned to do in your life before the world began. And he planned to do it. Here's the problem. He planned to do it in levels and stages. And so it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. It's going to take growth. It's going to take development on your part. Now, when other people are involved, because oftentimes God's 
vision, God's plan is so big that it requires other people. So if other people are involved, then it's going to take God dealing with them too. So other things have to happen. You, you know, there are things that have to line up for you. There's things that are going to have to line up for other people. That all these things have to fall in place before you can receive the full manifestation of it. The problem is that a lot of believers today, because people are just so impatient, is that because God's promises are so big, and they take so long to unfold and fully manifest, people get tired, people get frustration, people get, watch this, distracted. They'll be like, okay, well, that was good. All right, that's good enough. And they'll move on to the next thing. They appreciate what God has already done. And so they settle for that, not holding on to the big picture. The message today is really about the big picture. It's about the full promise. You must keep the full promise before your eyes. And you must never be satisfied until the whole thing happens. You must never be satisfied until everything God said is manifested in your life while you're in the land of the living. Number five, you must keep God's promise before your eyes day and night. Meditate, medicate on it day and night. Keep the big picture before you, even if it comes in bits and pieces, even if it comes in levels and stages, even if it comes in fits and starts, even if it's been a long time, you should thank God for every part of the journey. But you must never stop until you can say mission complete. I remember when I, when I was in the army, we would go on a mission or on a convoy, uh, but we would go and we would have to log parts of the mission. And as we went, and this was part of it, part of it, part of it, and you have a log. And at the end of the log, when the mission was over, you would put MC for mission complete. And you got to keep going until it's MC, baby. You cannot stop. You have to keep going until it's mission complete. You have to play chestnut checkers. You have to look at the big picture and you have to keep going, keep pressing. Even when you feel like giving up, you cannot stop until mission complete. Number six. And finally, when Jesus was going to the cross, it was extremely painful. He went through excruciating physical pain and ridicule in this world. They beat him. They, they ripped his back wide open. They, they slapped him in the face. They spit on him. All of that stuff. And you know what kept him going? It was painful. You know what kept him going? It was the big picture. He, Jesus, while he was going through that, looked down through the annals of time and he saw your face. <laughs> he looked down through the annals of time and he saw my face. The writer of Hebrews says it was the joy that was set before him that kept him going. Jesus looked at the big picture and the big picture gave him joy. He got joy from the big picture, even though the temporary picture was painful. As a believer, you got to keep the big picture before your eyes, even though what you're going through right now may be hard. It may be difficult. You, the, the pressure from this world may be on you to give up and cave in and quit, but you can't quit. You know why? Because you got to keep the big picture before your eyes. You have to keep going. It is the joy that is set before you. Keep your eyes fixed and focused on what God promised and never be satisfied until you complete it, until you can say mission complete. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say that. Say, Father, this is a season of full manifestation for me. I live with an expectation of the big picture. I declare that everything you promised shall come to pass in my life before I die. Now, I have learned to be content. I appreciate the journey. I thank you, Father, for every experience. But I would never be satisfied until I complete my divine assignment. I would never be satisfied until I get out of me everything you placed in me before the world began. I will never be satisfied until I can say mission complete. Now, on that day, I will die 
not because I'm sick <laughs> and not because I'm old. I will only die because I'm done. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you're missing out. Go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Head into this day right now, fixed and focused on the big picture. Keep the big picture before your eyes. Let it be the joy that is set before him, uh, before you. You get, be motivated by it. Be excited by it. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. Keep the big picture. The, keep the big picture before your eyes will, give, will put a spring in your step and a smile in your face and a song in your heart so that you can keep going when the world is telling you to quit. And before you leave this screen, please share this message with someone that you know. Share it on your social media. Share it on your timeline. Share it with your friends. And you go propelled into your purpose. Find it, follow it, and finish it before you die. God bless you.